Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly supported by Smithix. Smooth and rich, yet crisp, with a bit of bite. Try a pint of Smithix, indescribably delicious since 1710. Enjoy responsibly, get the facts, be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie. Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you? How are you? How are you? <laughs> What's the crack? How's things? Good. How are no, you? Right. Good, yeah. yeah. You well? Welcome to episode 54 of Stalla. Stalla is a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Smidix. Ooh, ah! Mm. Lovely, lovely point of Smidix. Grab a point of Smidix if you're out and about, but always visit Drink Aware to know all about responsible drinking. On the podcast today. On the podcast today. Episode numero 54. Quattro. What we talk about. 54. We talk a little bit about, uh, we just done a live show uh, last week, so we talk a little bit about that. Just a small bit, probably have. And then we go on to talk <laughs> a little bit about cloning. Cloning, yeah. Cloning animals, human beings. Uh, <laughs> anything, anything, anything you clown. want. Uh, CRISPR. CRISPR, yeah. Which if you don't know what CRISPR is, it's about... Edit, what? Editing oh. genes. Editing genes. Editing and not the them denim. Not, not that denim. Not them. Not them denims. And I had a birthday party for me, me son. Yeah. Uh, and... The two most unlikely people got into a conversation with each other. Oh, it's all so exciting. Also, we talked about a confrontation we seen with two seagulls. Oh, Jesus. So the yeah. seagulls are back. Yeah. And they're they ready. They never went away. They never went away. They'll never go away. They're out there and they are among us. So Be careful. Keep your eyes and ears open. Be careful, ladies and gentlemen. And watch your chips. What and did happen to you? What happened to you during the week? Uh, what happened to us during the week? Oh yeah, well, well, yeah, of course, of course. Because we're we, always together now, yeah. me and you. We're we, like partners in crime. We don't rob though anymore. We hold hands going down the street, don't we? Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Very soft hands you have. I know. I never worked a day in my life. Either do you? No. <laughs> do you ever see? I have a mate that has hands like leather, like literally like leather. I have a friend. Real rough, <laughs> real rough and ready. Oh, clean up, yeah. Oh, fix that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sands down walls by just rubbing them. <laughs> <laughs> Sandpaper hands. <laughs> I have a friend, and his hands are just so damp all the time. Like they're clammy, just constantly sweating. His Why? hands, even, even in the cold, it, all the time. What is that? I don't know. He's just always, always sweaty, and then he'll he thinks he's funny, and he'll just rub his fat, his hands down your face. You're gonna he'll say go, his fat hands down your face. He's <laughs> gonna say he rubs his face down your hands. <laughs> he oh. rubs his hands down you, and it's disgusting. You're like, bah, stop, sweaty hands on him. How's there so much moisture in a human being, and it comes out of your hands like some sort of superhero? Like moisture on man. <laughs> Get him on the, uh, the podcast. He can do his. Uh, is um what's it called? Superpower. Super. The Stalin Universe what? superhero. Okay, listeners, we done our first ever live podcast show in Liberty Hall last Thursday. Hey, hey. It's good, this, yeah, I'm expecting applause, but yeah. you're not gonna get applause. Well, someone's clapping now. Yeah. Oh, he was there. How do you feel? I feel great. Yeah, I feel accomplished that I done that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a bucket list thing. That's a, yeah. that was a f- that was absolutely. Amazing man, and you know what we were like previous, like going into it, we were fucking rattling, weren't we? Shaking, you were playing, pacing around in different rooms and everything. Couldn't sit easy. Do you know what? For the for ten minutes beforehand, I was so nervous, and nobody can calm me down. All right, okay. So just to go back a little bit, Mark O'Neill was the special guest on mm. the night, um, but just to go back, I was shitting it. For the we were behind the stage and we were ready to go on. There was about ten minutes ago. Nobody could calm me down. All I needed to do was like just take five minutes to myself and just breathe. Psych yourself out. Just just calm myself down and just relax. And there was just constantly people pulling you and talking to you. And the, there was, already right, do you have this? Do you have that? Are you ready to go on? Mm. Do you have this? Do you need this? Do you have... And I'm like, just Walter. Do you want Walter? Leave me alone for a fucking minute. Yeah. And then uh, Mark, Mark O'Neill came uh, to where I was, just kind of hiding away in a corner somewhere. I can't even remember what he said, but it just made me fucking break me short laugh it was something like uh, 
I'm Chris Hansen. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, man? And he's like, Trevor Seda to catch a predator. And I'm like, I'm shitting it, man. And you're talking about Chris Hansen catching a predator. Get the fuck away, you mad thing. Just, but it was so funny. And it just kind of, it calmed me down and made me forget about everything. And then it was like, time to go out on the stage. Mm. But he was, uh, so Mark O'Neill was our special guest yeah. at the live podcast. And we didn't ask him to be a Starlet Universe hero. No. And he had one already prepared. Like he already is licensed as a superhero. Or he has, he's patented himself as a superhero or something. Yeah. Actually, yeah. And how the fuck did we miss that one? Fucking, we were so busy talking about other shit and... Yeah, I'm bleeding raging now. I'm raging. Uh, we needed another... We needed we needed another two fucking hours is what we needed on the stage. I'd have done another two. Would you like to do another two? I'd love to. I'd fucking love to do another show. It was great. There's people I know, there's friends and family and all that said, oh, I was at a wedding, I'm fucking raging, I missed it, I couldn't go. Mm. And there's so many people, even the receptionist here, he says that he couldn't go, he was walking on. There's loads of people that are raging that they didn't get to go. Mm. And I'd love to put on another show and so more people can can see it and have a laugh. Because it was good, wasn't it? It felt good. It did, I didn't know what to feel after. I did, I, I kept asking people for reassurance. Like, uh, yeah. was that good? Was that bad? Like, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But, uh, Enough of this self-gloating. It's, it's over. <laughs> you were nervous going out. Yeah, I was nervous. It, it's it's a weird thing, like because obviously we've talked about in the past that uh, we weren't very good at stand-up. Well, mm. I don't know. You probably were confident with your I stuff. Think, I, like, I think it was good. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not that I wasn't good. I just didn't really enjoy it. I enjoyed sharing a stage with somebody else and kind of bouncing off you. It's much easier, isn't it's it? It's totally different to stand-up comedy, but it also has the same feel as stand-up com- comedy because it's a live, interactive... Like, it was great just yeah. to have a load of people there laughing at the shit that you say. It's like a Netflix series when you choose what to do next, like one of them Bear Grylls things. Because the do. audience just kept saying... Do, do a wheelie. <laughs> like, what? And then you just do a wheelie because the audience said it. But, uh, uh, man, no, it was deadly. I really fucking enjoyed it. it and, uh, like, the missus went and the missus brother went. Me ma went. Me mm. ma doesn't even listen to the podcast. Mm. And she fucking loved it. She didn't know what to expect. And she, she had a great time. And she hates stand-up comedy. And she doesn't listen to the podcast. And she fucking loved it. Mm. Because for the first half of the show... For the, for, for the first half of the show, just me and you. Acting the bollocks. Acting the bollocks, yeah. Ta- yeah. Telling some stories from the podcast and just kind of... And then doing one or two sketches, like... Yeah, we've done some is, sketches. It's different, isn't it? Like have, is there a live show, a live podcast that does that, like, or... I don't... Uh, not I that did, I've I just thought to. that was the formula that we could... We had to do because of what the podcast is. I was so surprised at so how, how, how well it worked. Like yeah. I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't. I didn't think yeah. it was going to work that yeah. that well. So for the first half, it was just us, and my ma didn't even know what to expect, and she fucking loved it. So to yeah. get her seal of approval was like, okay, right, Grant, it was good. I was talking to two lads after it. They listened to the podcast every episode. They work in the Catalan, you know the Catalan. Yeah, yeah, sports. And one of them came Oops. up to me in the Catalan uh, when the live show was first announced. Oh yeah, and he was like, oh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And then I met him after the gig and I was like, oh, you're from the Catalan, blah, blah, blah. And they, the two of them, the two of them worked there and they said they didn't know what to expect from it because they're used to seeing our sketches and they're used to listen to our podcast and they couldn't believe that it wasn't just us sitting down having a chat. Yeah. They thought it was going to be that, but it was completely different. Like we went out and we kind of mixed both. Yeah. I don't even know if we're going we might I don't even know if we're gonna pull it out as a podcast because it doesn't feel like a podcast. It's mm. more of a show. We put on a show, uh, like you said, with sketches, with little bits. There was some video stuff as well, like we had some screens yeah. there and there was some video content going on as well. And so we used a lot of multimedia and acting the bollocks. I don't know how well it would work as a podcast. Might put it out anyway. I don't know. And then at the so then we went to an interview and then when we came back yeah. We had another little bit, didn't we? About cancel culture because you're not so <laughs> in tune with it. <laughs> that was that was good. I think that was my favourite part. Yeah. Uh, Even doing that I was worried. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But uh good stuff. I was class and then Mark O'Neill. So then in the second half we brought out a guest, uh Mark O'Neill from mm. Big Brother, California. Hell Week. The Army. 
he told us that he's actually the person who put you up to help you forward myself and John Connors yeah and then he was raging that none of you has done it <laughs> <laughs> I, could, um, I, I wouldn't be an able for that but, oh, it uh, would have been fucking brilliant it was a good crack wasn't it and did you enjoy it yourself I had a great time yeah I was very nervous beforehand because yeah. I didn't know if it was going to work or not because like you've already explained but and it wasn't there it wasn't a normal live podcast it wasn't just you sitting around chatting because what we do in here wouldn't actually work as a live podcast mm-hmm. because we record for a long time and the idea with that is it gives you the freedom to just run down dead ends with a chat and plenty of times you're kind of looking at each other and say oh, that's not funny let's talk about something else mm. You can't really do that in a live show. So you think of a different way to do it. So we had to come up with a plan to do it differently. And the hybrid of kind of sketches and the podcast, uh, which was worked on pretty relentlessly for a few weeks. Mm. Uh, a lot of work went into that. Like. But then in the lead up to it, I was like, right, a lot of work has gone into it. If it works, we're great. But also, this might just not be funny. Yeah. We all found it funny. I was like, yeah, this yeah. might just not be funny. It's always you a don't worry, know. isn't it? Like We pulled it off and... It was great. You're both very good on the stage. And the crowd work worked well. Yep. There was yep. concern about how that would have went. So I was worried you'd bucket out there and freeze because you've told us I, all I possibly, on the podcast. When I, before I went out, I was like, I just want to run home. Do you know that way? I was like, I just yeah. wa- don't want to go out there. Like then when you, It's like fucking going to the dentist. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not at all. It's worse than going to the dentist. Yeah. But when when we went out, like we were doing... The, we told a story about like how Amy works in a crash and like imagine going to pay to see Amy and then you, we were like oh we'll be, she works in a crash and you'd be in the VIP room in the wobbler room VIP area and then you're like and there's a baby and I went clunk mm. and pretended to kick a baby <laughs> uh, which wasn't rehearsed you know stuff like that it was funnier like, than it sounds <laughs> yeah <laughs> it sounds bad now okay it worked really well in the night yeah, yeah. it's very funny that's that what I mean, you, like you were doing stuff like that just off the cuff on the stage, which yeah. worked very well. I was very worried that you both freeze because you both yeah. had really bad experiences with stand-up. Yeah. So it's not like even someone just getting up for the first time to go in, yeah. in front I, of a crowd, but you actually both had bad experiences to pull on in the back of your head. It goes to show you though that like, when you prepare, which is something I don't do, I prepared <laughs> yeah. this time and I could do it. Whereas if I'd done, I'd done a stand-up gig before with a week notice... That was probably just to fill a little gap, maybe. Mm. And I failed because I didn't do the work. Do you know that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going in like, what the fuck is this very weird situation that I'm putting myself into? Yeah, I mean, it's the it's the the worst part about all this is the preparation for it. So yeah. like monotonous and stuff. But yeah. my God, the payoff on the night is so so worth it. It's mad because when you're up there, it doesn't even feel like I know it, you know people are there. Yeah, but it's like they're watching it on a screen or something. I felt like I was on a screen. I could just hear them laughing. I couldn't see them. I had to put oh. my hand over my eyes to see them. Like, do you know that way? You forget. Yeah. You've yeah, yeah. It's the only way I can describe it. Like, it's like a being watched on a, on a screen, like or a, a, a big screen. Also, it's hard to see people. Yeah, like it's really hard to see. And even when you're looking, you can't spot someone. Like, it, mm. it's like who's that? Like, do I know? Like, is that me, nanny? <laughs> and there was people afterwards that were telling me about what was happening in the in the audience in the crowd. And apparently there was a lot happening in the crowd and people were saying a lot of stuff, but I had no memory or recollection of it because it, it was just such a... Like as in saying stuff to you? Yeah, like shout, like heckling up stuff or shouting. You did like, a really I'm good not, job of handling that. Yeah. I was surprised how you were like a seasoned pro up there, like just batting away the heckles. Ah, it's me thing, isn't it? it? They were friendly <laughs> heckles though. They weren't people having a go. Yeah, no, no, no. Like the ones that I, I... Like we were asking for interaction as well, so we were getting what we wanted in that sense too. But not even that. I don't know. When Mark came out and stuff, there was people uh, calling up. It was almost like a pantomime towards the end. Yeah. And uh, in <laughs> yeah, a good way. In a good way. Like, that's not a negative thing. In a good way. But I didn't... I could, That wasn't even registering with me at the time. And then Moira was saying, oh, do you remember there was someone in the audience and they shouted up this and everyone laughed. And I was like, what I don't remember show? it. I don't know what you're talking about. It's harder to hear when you're up there, though. Yeah. yeah. But there was... A, <laughs> we did one of the Dublin scripts. Darren, you did Pulp Fiction. Mm. And... Uh, 
it's gone very well, but you would ask people not to shout it out, and then obviously they start shouting it out. <laughs> yeah. also, but you, well, you, you, don't, uh, you got really off. pissed off because you were about to just fuck the whole thing up, <laughs> <laughs> and we had to tell you to keep going. <laughs> I was going like not in a bad way or anything. I was just like, what's the point in even doing this? Oh. Halfway through the script, someone shouts, "Oh, Pulp Fiction!" And I was like, "Yep, well, that's that bit over." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "No, you've a joke. You've a punchline at the end. We just keep going." <laughs> oh God, it's, it worked pretty well. It's it's hard to um, when now when someone shouts up you like feel like you have to respond to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it ha- it's your first time kind of like, gets you on like, stage you know? like that. Yeah. yeah, it was so much easier because he was it's there. A lot of work because we it was two of us. It felt like so much easier because if you were like anyway taken back by the audience or forgetting something, like you had someone else there. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. It's basically like the first hour and a half is a comedic performance or a stand-up comedy piece of sorts like live sketches or whatever whatever you want to call what the first hour and a half was and it has never been road tested like we've never done this in front of a smaller audience and then brought it to a bigger so this was the first time we were performing it and it was like our headline sold out show Mm. and you didn't that's why I was so nervous you didn't know what to expect but it went down really well and I I was quite surprised that um the interaction with the audience when we like name dropped a certain phrase from the podcast like doing very well for yourself or uh, whatever and uh, people like gravitate towards us straight away and laugh like or yeah. said yeah and it's mad like or when they it? hear Chris for walking for the first yeah, time yeah it's fucking yeah. mad because we have only done that like three times on the podcast or something the Chris for walking thing no <laughs> 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 that was the other really interesting thing when we went out I was going Jesus, this is going to be like 20% people actually listen to podcasts and the rest are going to be like family and friends and then people who like your videos online. Yeah. And, you know, they'd have no clue what half the stuff is about. Like Christopher Walken. And I was worried it would be all that. But then as soon as... You, I don't remember what... Ref, you made a few references, a good few, obviously, during the show that you'd only get if you listened to the podcast. Mm. I think the first one was you said to Joe, you're doing very well for yourself. The place went mad. That's why we kept doing it then because yeah. we knew that they listened to it like, yeah. and that they'd get them little bits. Yeah. like And then we met a lot of people amazing. afterwards who listened to the podcast and uh, I met a couple of people then just on Friday. You know, I've never really met stalled listeners before, you know. It was yeah. really nice to meet people and have them talk about different episodes and different things they like. And that is strange. To, it, it is nice to see actual people instead of like mm. a number. To see actual people laugh and then to yeah. see a person's face and just be like, oh, I really like this bit and that bit. And yeah. It's nice to it's see that. that it exists. Like, yeah. That outside of this room, that that exists. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like. Yeah. That someone's listening to this yeah. right now and then you walk out on stage and, and you're like, oh, fuck, a there's show. A, you're actually people, you're actually real. <laughs> yeah, that's there's actually mad. People like, here. Yeah. Some fella came up to me at the end like, and uh, he was saying, would you just do me one favour uh, when you go back into the studio? And I said, what is it? And he's like, will you make them like two hours long? Uh. <laughs> Get them to like an hour and ten maybe. We'll see. Amazing. I'd love to do it again. I'd love to do it bigger. I'd like to make the show bigger. I'd like to make oh, the production sh- of the show yeah, bigger. Can we not talk about that? No, like just listeners, for your information. <laughs> yeah. He wanted a fucking brass band for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Would it not be amazing if Darren, we should we should have kept actually I said this to you beforehand. We should have kept notes of all his requests and demands and mad um, ideas. He wanted to turn the, the, the stage into a circus. Like and this wasn't long ago. This oh was about God, Tuesday be, evening he said that. That would have been he amazing. He said he wanted jugglers and yeah. like elephants and stuff. Would have been amazing. Imagine we came out second half on elephants. <laughs> or on a camel and it's went <laughs> Oh stop. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And then we had stage. the cardboard cutouts. You got them made. You were in shorts them? I was wearing shorts in them. Listen, DC Creative uh, made some cardboard cutouts, life-size cardboard cutouts for us for people to take selfies with after the show. We we came out and took selfies as well, like, but took some photographs as well. Uh, but DC Creative made some life-size cardboard cutouts in that yeah. class looking. There you go. Big fan of the free stuff you are. They get oh, more yeah, and more yeah. as the weeks go on. I tell you, the free stuff's great. <laughs> the set design was lovely, wasn't it? Class. Heroes Cafe again. Heroes Cafe sorted us out. It's all, all the stuff that you see in the videos online. 
uh, all the props and stuff in the background. We brought that on stage with us at the live show. So a big shout out to Heroes Cafe. That coffee's lovely as well. So on drop Cable into Heroes Street. on Cable Street there, yeah. Beside Opposite the, Dublin City Comics. Yeah. Yeah. They've loads they're into the figures, they're all lined up when you go in. It's a great place to go for a little sandwich, coffee. Get yourself a little little spider man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a, a cappuccino and a Captain America shield please <laughs> we'll just get a, a caramel latte and a, a green goblin <laughs> <laughs> yeah brilliant man brilliant Class. big shout out to, to Heroes nice one he got a facial too that was off the missus what? I got a facial the night before did you not notice he no, looked different? I didn't even know about that oh, took about 10 years off him I oh, can't believe you actually noticed that your face was glowing when you walked up to me. <laughs> after the, after we'd done the shopping, we went into Liberty Hall. And we wa- I walks up to Owen. The first thing he says to me, did you get a facial? How did you know? <laughs> How can you tell? You had mentioned something the day before, sometime in the rehearsals. You mentioned something about facial. So I knew it was on the cards and he showed up. Because I got one. And he looked very, very fresh. Yeah, He's good skin though, doesn't he? He does now. I do now, yeah. What did she use? He's a new man. She done this seven step Korean skin routine. Did she me. Google it so, uh, and then do it? Or did no, she? but she has it. She does it on herself. Like it, you put snail slime on you. What? She get a snail from the back garden? Yeah, and just rubbed it on me. Did she? <laughs> no, she, it comes in a jar, Ugh. so you can buy snail slime. It's really good for your skin or something like that. I don't fucking know what it is, but like it's like seven steps. You do like a scrub. You do a moisturize. Scrub, rub, and tug that up. <laughs> Seal <laughs> What'd you say Scrub rub and tug Oh Jesus <laughs> What's his partner It's up to them What they want to do It's up to me <laughs> Oh Jesus It's their fucking business I'm just fucking saying <laughs> Go ahead uh, well, That's it Yeah it's just the fucking Seven steps Skin right there <laughs> Fucking scrub rub and tug But uh, The tub <laughs> Tug can mean anything though Up for interpretation Um Oh, I got a facial as well. Did we talk about me getting a facial? No, you told me last week that you were. I went to a spa. You went to a spa. I went to a spa. Doing very well for yourself. <laughs> Stop dropping that now. It's getting off. <laughs> in the nip. Who? He's in the nip in the end of it. Oh, him? Yeah. <laughs> we were in town there, <clears throat> weren't we? And we seen something horrific, didn't we? Oh my, oh Jesus. There's one of them moments that you can't look at and you just keep replaying in your mind. Yeah, it's hard, hard to, hard to. Um, a big fucking huge seagull was attacking an infant seagull. Yeah, you know one of them grey dirty looking like seagulls? The grey one, yeah, they must be only a couple of weeks old. Yeah. But they're big as well, like they're not like, they don't look like a little chick or anything. These no, things no, are no. big too. Yeah. And, uh, it was taking the fucking neck off and breaking his neck and everything. The seagull had the baby seagull in his head and he was like yanking it. And, and there was another. He wouldn't let him go. Like, he no. didn't. He was like, I have to make sure this. You, got, you were telling me that he was doing that because that's food. He, he, he would have ate that seagull. Yeah. Fucking hell. He'd have ate that other seagull, like cannibalized it. And then there was another seagull having a go at him, holding on to his wing and like yanking on it. Yanking on his wing, and the other wing was broken. So whenever he let go of his head, like he, he couldn't just fly to the away. Side. He wasn't got get. He, there was nowhere he could go. Yeah. Ah, oh, horrible, horrible. And then there was another infant seagull over to the right hand side, a bit bit down, like but sort of in the same vicinity. And uh, he was just like w- walking around, like do you know what I mean? I Watching like, on. Why don't you just fly off there? Away, mate. He'll be after you next. Unbelievable. I can't get out of my head. Like it's disgusting. And then some woman. Uh, chased it remember yeah so some woman shoot him away but, but like what's that's not going to do aren't like the seagull's just going to come back it's just like mm. a thing that you can't it's just the the cruelty of of nature mm. it just is what but it when is you see it, it's it's hard it's a hard watch wasn't it yeah it's like seeing a lion eating uh a zebra sure yeah yeah or any animal any animal yeah is it like a zebra is as good an example as any but like it's horrible to watch but it's just nature it's just what What's been happening for millenniums? Mm. Do you know what the, uh, a funny thing about it is? Because we're talking about it, uh, I seen a yoke that the Dublin City Council posted. I think it was on Facebook um, <coughs> about seagulls and like three reasons not to feed them that they're becoming a real big problem. 
I don't think you need three reasons, but go on. Um, and I have them here. Okay? Yeah. So, <clears throat> the Dublin City Council are urging people to stop feeding seagulls. Here is the information about the harm that can be done to both people and gulls by feeding them inappropriately. Wow. The rise in the urban gull population is increasing the risks of infection diseases such as E. coli, salmonella and what's that one Joe? Big brains. <laughs> Botulism. Botulism. Hope you're right. <laughs> feeding, <laughs> feeding gulls will not only lead to attacks on people but feeding the birds. Oh my fucking God. Read that out. Where? This one. <laughs> okay, this is, what <laughs> this is what Dublin City Council uh, put out as a statement. Just this line. Feeding gulls will not only lead to attacks on people but feeding the boards an unnatural, high-calorific, low-nutritional diet is detrimental to their health as it can lead to long-term health problems and incurable syndromes such as angel wing. Now, what's that doesn't angel sound, wing? That doesn't sound good. Let's get through it all. Okay, what's angel wing though? And yeah. noise is by far the greatest nuisance factor. Seagulls typically, they make noise at four o'clock in the morning and are impossible to sleep through. Yeah, it's very hard. I can't sleep through that. I can't. But... It's if you well, I don't think I could if I woke up at four AM and just heard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Very annoying. Do me fucking head in. Very annoying. Uh, When regularly fed, they also become tamed and will start to repeatedly call for food during the day too. Oh, there you go. So, it's it's the people's fault for feeding them. Yeah. That's making them do all this shit. That that calling for food the whole time, and that that fucking gonna kill us all one day. And it's uh, another thing is like the mess they cause. Okay. Shiting and all. So Dublin City Council put this out as, as a statement on online okay. on uh, Dublin City Council Finglas and Ballymun. Yeah, but obviously it's everywhere, just not the countryside. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's rich though. Dublin City Council um, putting out a statement like this, like don't feed them. How about you clean the fucking bins, empty the bins, <laughs> the seagulls to be tearing them apart. Mm. Have see them? Yeah. Bins overflowing and the seagulls are like, yes, lovely. Dublin City Council's fault. Thank you. We'll have that. <laughs> I'll have a few cigarette butts there, please. Thank you. Good night. All the best. I'll be showing on Joe's cars in the morning. Sweep the streets for an hour and take a 10 hour break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it a month. Oh, Jesus, man. It's uh, They are awful. They're awful creatures. Do you know, 10 years ago, the average weight of a seagull was um, five, a, pe- a penny? 500 grams. And now the the average weight of seagull is ten kilos. I'm only messing. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like something that could be believable because yeah. they 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 appear so much so much bigger now than I ever remember them. Could it be possible for a seagull to get extra fucking big, like a fucking great dane? Or or, yeah, yeah. I mean, how, if you wanted to. Over the period of a few years, you could breed seagulls to be huge. You could breed a seagull to be at least the size of a Labrador, I'd say. That is so terrifying. Isn't it? Because then we become filled. Do you think so? Do you think that's outlandish? It just wouldn't be in that metabolism to get that big. We just inject them with shit. You could. (laughs) You could do that for anyone. You could make, yeah. Yeah, you could. I don't see how you'd make a seagull the size of a Labrador. Just breed by breeding them, blow them up. If you got Put helium in them, <laughs> I feel like if you just kept injecting them with, with hormones for, in, into the egg, if you injected the egg with like specific types of hormones, you could you could eventually breed a seagull to be really fucking big. But I don't know why you'd ever want to ever want to do that. No, but I feel like you could. That'd be scary hours. I mean, isn't it mad that we clone the sheep? I feel like that's something in our society that we never really give too much acknowledgement or appreciation to we took the genes denim <laughs> and put them on a sheep <laughs> we put a pair of genes on a sheep <laughs> we took the genes of a sheep and just made an identical replica when of did this happen? Sheep. oh jeez about 15 years ago was it? Dolly the sheep that was about 20 years ago so they just made a carbon copy of a sheep yeah and it was the exact know. same Cloned Same are we, brands Are we never Gonna just Take well, a moment They've cloned loads like, of animals now You can clone your pets That's f- You could clone can you? a human being Technically Can you I'm pretty sure uh, Can you clone a pug <laughs> Two francs <laughs> Two francs shitting on your carpet Hang on Oh god 
Barbara Streisand cloned her pet dog. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. I'd say that there's billionaires out there that cloned themselves. You reckon? Like yeah. Joe Biden? And I'd say they don't know them. Like they probably just let them live in South America somewhere and like give and them... And they have the same... They're the same person. Genetically So identical. they can be somewhere else at but any given time. Like Elon Musk, definitely. I would, I would put money on it that he has cloned himself. You go on about five Zoom calls in different places. <laughs> well, I don't know if you you Look, clone yourself, you're still a baby. Like you, yeah. you you grow up as a human being, but you wouldn't. But you're the like same, you don't clone like, yourself, I, yeah, and you're just like you're the oh, same it's a person, man. and you're aware that you're a clone of your of yourself. Like no, you're your not true aware. Self. You're an individual. Just, okay. Yeah, but everything about you is identical to mm. your clone, like a twin, like the Clone Wars, Star Wars, the Clone Wars. I, I, that's the cartoon, isn't it? Yeah. No, I didn't watch it. They're all the same. They're all just a clone of one person. Great. Would you be into that? Not really, no. I'd clone you. Would you? I'd clone you and I'd keep you in my house as a little servant. A little pet. I'd be like, make us a little omelette there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'd clone, would you clone yourself? There'd be no point, like. What's the fucking point? Get on loads of Zoom calls. <laughs> but you don't have the same you're not the same person but you could have you a laugh at same. yourself you could have a laugh at yourself have I you wouldn't have... need to do two characters anymore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you back in the gym bro yeah I am but it'd be like two different people it's actually two I, people yeah. I might just get myself clowned so I can do a big reveal that it actually was all along two people yeah the same people yeah you still do so very good can you try it this way a little bit <laughs> Then reveal the big set with the director and everything, just in me box, box room, me mass. Any information on clowns? If you go onto the Food Safety Authority of Ireland website, there's a page on cloned animals. On the Food oh, Safety Authority safe. of Ireland? Yeah. You're not allowed to eat cloned animals. animals, but you can eat their offspring. There's not enough of them. How are, this, how, like, how are they cloned? I don't get it. Like, It's very expensive to do that, so there's not that many. Is it a 3D print? <laughs> I, I imagine it's very complicated I, I, I'd be taking a, a punt in the dark with kind of an educated guess you'd be taking the genetics the gene like the DNA of you and inserting it into an embryo where is your DM, DNA? in every molecule of your body any part of your whole body yeah everything that you were made up of in your DNA. ear your ear yeah. yeah back your head back your head your knuckle your armpits Everywhere. everywhere everywhere yeah you can leave your DNA your DNA is le- that's why like Kendrick if you Lamar. Commit, that's why you can't commit a crime because you leave your DNA everywhere yeah. scan this place for fingerprints in 2008 a uh, biotechnology company successfully created the first they meant five of them mature human embryos mm. using clone technology so they only let them develop to a certain stage before they destroyed them yeah. It's not legal to clone humans. In 2018, there was successful cloning of two female monkeys. So it's getting closer and closer. But there is a lot of controversy around, obviously, the ethics of it. Yeah, and it's ethically questionable. Let me just check. Playing God. Playing God. It's like... They won't function properly, like... Have you heard of CRISPR? CRISPR. CRISPR. Who da? A lot of crisps. You've heard of CRISPR, yeah? Oh. So <laughs> CRISPR is uh, DNA modification. How do you know this? Because it's hugely interesting. Why don't I, like I fucking know all this? Why do I have to be educated here? Well, now every you, week? you do know it. Now I'm, I'm getting. It. I'm literally feel like I'm becoming you now. I, I feel way more educated. Go ahead. So CRISPR, C R I S P R, is a technique where you can modify a strand of DNA. Technically, you could change the DNA of an embryo that will develop into a. A human being, mm-hmm. so you can make your child have blue eyes, brown eyes, blonde hair. So yeah, basically, like brown hair, really strong, really tall, really short. You can modify a human being to be before they're born, like anything that you want before they're born. And also, I mean, that's just one use of the technology of CRISPR. CRISPR is also a hugely, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a game changer. Like if, in anything, is this emotion now, like? Is it what? In, like, is this a thing now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's How long now, has this yeah. been around? Like, I don't know, it's, Again, 15 years maybe, 20 years. 10 years. Where 10 do years. you go? Is it in Ireland? It's everywhere. Like, it's still kind of, it's just like in study, they're all just studying it now. How is it possible, it. like, though? I don't... Because it's just really, 
microscopic information in your DNA that you can just alter and change. Fucking hell. So you can make a superhuman. So you could like have four arms and stuff and be like, yeah, you man, I was stuff. Yeah, combat. you could make them have four arms. I, like it would just, you could really do some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. That's mad. Yeah. But then there's also questionable, uh, and et- there's, that, it, it all kind of comes down to ethical and what's right and what's wrong. Like we're, we're certain, certain topics that, that would be too heavy for this podcast. Mm. <laughs> But uh, it's an amazing, amazing, incredible piece of technology that could cure cancer. Yeah, could. Could cure cancer. Because cancer, cancer exists yeah. in your body already. It's just what triggers it, isn't it? Yeah. So Hereditary diseases is a big one mm-hmm. that we'll be able to fix. Yeah. They can yeah. be used on plants as well. So they've used it to edit seeds and make crops that have new vitamins and can withstand various diseases much better. It will be it will be huge when we terraform Mars. <laughs> yeah, you've got to design a plant that can survive on Mars. Yep, it's the future. It's literally the future. But hereditary diseases, like if you, like if there's heart failure in your fam- family, heart conditions or stroke, that could be a hereditary thing. Like you know what I mean? It could be like, ah, don't want my child to have a fucking stroke when he's sixty, so we'll fix that now while he's an embryo. Like and just change these little bits and pieces and yeah, it's crazy, crazy stuff. In 2018, in China, a biophysicist uh, using CRISPR edited a gene in human embryos that made the embryos resistant to HIV. Uh, Three of the modified embryos were implanted in a woman in the Chinese city of Shenzhen and they are now toddlers. He was sentenced, Dr. He is the name, he was sentenced to prison for illegal medical practices. Uh, he's out now though, so did a couple of years. Um, don't really know what happened with the kids. Well, but presumably until that point it was just people talked theoretically and then he went off and did something with an embryo, which was obviously hugely controversial. Yeah. What did he do? <laughs> with the embryo, what did he do? He... Edited it so it was resistant to HIV. Okay. So those three kids now, presumably, can't get HIV. Which is amazing. Mm. But, like, ethically questionable. You're playing God, essentially. Yeah. That's the problem. When you start editing humans, like, where do you stop? That's the big question. I mean, even if you should start in the first place. But if people could just, I suppose, if it gets to the point where you can pay a certain amount of money and you can have a baby that will never be susceptible to any of the diseases that currently mm. humans are susceptible to. It's like, I mean, the, it's, like it's things like, okay, so super intelligence. You could, you could, let's say there was a millionaire that said, okay, I want my child to be smart and intelligent, so I want to put that gene in there. But like, why do you get to choose that? Like, everyone should just kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, does that, uh, like, and up, also, leave, like, leave up the faith, like, let, let the process happen. Yeah, it's also classes as well. So it's an expensive process that only a certain class of people can afford and it would just mean that they will be the most intelligent yeah. people and then people that can't afford it won't. the elite of the world. Like, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a crazy, crazy uh, rabbit hole that you could go down, yeah. that's, that humanity could go down and probably will and probably already has. Like this is like that. Um, that's just the that one that's already been done there, like, you know. And that's just the one they know about. Yeah. There could be others have been done. It's kind of like there was a, there was a doctor. It's like the shit that the fucking Nazis done, man. That the doctors done with the Nazis, like that. That was kind of gene like modification. They mm-hmm. they wanted to create a master race. They wanted to eradicate everybody that had these genes, a certain amount of genes, and they wanted to keep Replace everybody with, with, with blonde hair, blue eyes, fit boys and girls. They wanted to, and they wanted that to be the master race, so that could be the fear of of CRISPR. That that everyone just wants wrong, to have the perfect yeah. gene, um, and in the wrong hands as well, could be very dangerous because they could just be the next hit. Oh. That play mad though, isn't it? Play mad. That play mad though. It was Ollie's birthday the weekend. Mm. We had a little party for him. 
I seen him on the cake. Oh yeah. Photoshopped <laughs> his little head onto an astronaut. He fucking loves space. He loves space. And it's not me forcing it on him. He just loves it. He knows all the planets and all. He's only at the turn and four. Knows more than me. He knows more. He knows all the planets and he knows stuff about each individual planet. It's insane. I, honestly, knows more than me. Like where the planets are and all and everything. Um, but it was so weird because we avoided. Like it's just there's a clear line down the middle between my friends and, and Morris and Morris friends yeah. and family. Like my friends and family and then Morris friends and family. Like there was a girl there from Morris side. There was a girl at <laughs> there was a girl at the party at the, the four year old Ollie's fourth birthday party and she was from Morris side and Mora knows her from Trinity College and she went on from Trinity College and she's a member of it she's like a member of a, a the Illuminati. She went on from Trinity College and a fella runs uh, a church. Right. A Baptist church. And she's very religious, very uh, Christian and stuff like that. And then she was talking to a friend from my side of my from my side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she she's like one of the Number one, she's in the top one percent of content creators for OnlyFans. <laughs> so your, your, I just look over your friend, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's like, I look over, and there's like a priest's wife and an OnlyFans uh, porn star just talking to each other in my garden at a four-year-old's birthday party. And I'm like, when two worlds collide, I was like afraid to know what they were talking about to each other. I was like, what common ground did they find that they're hitting it off so well? <laughs> That's mad. I just think it's so interesting. I seen a, a bouncy castle, you got my bouncy castle, did you? Yeah. Was it a spaceship? No, Probably. it was just like a, a disco dome because we knew yeah. it would be raining. Did you have a shot? I was like inside. Oh yeah. So, bouncy <laughs> oh, castle yeah. people, bouncy castle people, like they say, oh, when do you want us to pick her up? And we're like, oh, as late as, late as possible like so we can have it as long as we can. And he's like, okay, right, we'll drop back at around 10 and pick her up. And it's like a hundred and twenty euro for a for a, for that for like so they drop it off at seven in the morning and ten o'clock at night it's like a hundred and twenty euro but if you have it for two days it's like two hundred euro so we paid a hundred and twenty euro but then it came to ten o'clock and he goes I will just pick her up tomorrow <laughs> they just weren't and in the air when they pick <laughs> no they didn't they didn't charge extra but it's just like just tell them to pick her up later and they just won't yeah. be arsed and they'll pick her up tomorrow so we had it for like two days did you do the old uh, plug it out. When everyone's on a thing, no, because no. it was no. Be, Jesus, four year you you'd suffocate them. Who is the love doing that? <laughs> what the fuck would you do that? Come on, and we kill the kids. <laughs> now, now, that'd be gas. Do you not remember plugging a bouncer castle? They'd be like, no way, we can go down, and then just put it back up real quick, and they're like, ah, that was uh, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I had a roof. Go ahead. As an adult, it's very hard to jump up and down. Uh, it hurts the head. Yeah. It's very, very hard, hard to just be throbbing after a jump up and down. It's very hard to just get up off a sea. It is. You get very dizzy. Yeah. You had a good bounce anyway, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, but I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you feel everything in your stomach moving. You feel your, your brain bouncing around in your skull. It's hard. Mm. Well, I hope you enjoyed yourself anyway. Did you get a bouncy castle? No. For your birthday? No. It's not too late, you can still celebrate it. Well, it's, it's only, only three weeks ago. Yeah, I might just have one last hurray. Hurrah. <laughs> hurray. <laughs> one last hurrah. Uh, get myself go to Quasar or something. Mm. Wanna go? To Quasar? I'd love to. Will you wear a badge? Yeah, saying it's my birthday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck birthdays, man. Talking about birthdays all the time. Every episode now the past month. And then on Sunday, I went... Oh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, oh. hang on, hang on. Question, no question. You just mentioned that we've been talking about birthdays a lot lately, haven't we? Mm. This bouncing castle stayed for two days. Was Ollie allowed on the bouncing castle the second day, Joe? <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't a birthday bounce. It was Ooh, only a birthday bounce on the day. Did you birthday? check that with him before he ran out? Uh, do you know what, actually? Uh, no, he didn't bounce on it the second day. It's because the hypocrisy I can't stand, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> the oh, there's standards. one rule for us, but up in his ivory tower with his giant <laughs> bouncing castle. Did you eat the cake the next day? I'd tell you they had plenty of cake. The, the, the cake is actually massive. Look, more to click the 14 inch cake, and when you click a 14 inch cake, 14 inches seems like small, but I went over to, to collect it and I could barely fit it through the door. It's so fucking big, it's huge. 14 inch? 14 inches, it's huge. It's like a large That's pizza. to that screen. That's not that big. It's a lot bigger than that. Are you sure you can get 40 inch? It's like. Is it a big plasma screen? Two of them screens. Big curve joke. Well, let's <laughs> He's changing the subject. Big curve was, cake. Was Ollie allowed to eat birthday cake? The next day, no. When uh, was Ollie's you know birthday? What? When was Ollie's date of birth? It was on Saturday. Oh, but when was his real birthday? Was it? That's when the birthday party oh, was. Was, his, was he... What age is he on his birthday gone? No, well, I, if we go, if we track back to that episode, I did say it's different for kids because they're in, they're in crash and everything. Mm. So his birthday was on the Friday. Mm. Was on the Friday. He did say that in fairness, but ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like <laughs> he's asking for a bit of understanding when he's offered absolutely none to anybody else. <laughs> he's celebrating it for three weeks. Uh, it's a good okay. Yeah, in fairness, no. hang on. You hang actually, on. I'm starting to come around to his point of view on yeah. you because you. No, it, it's a good this. character he plays, though. In fairness, so let's just keep it up. I stand by it. I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, you, Darren, though, Jesus, you really drank your birthday. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, his birthday was on Friday and it was on Saturday. So it is a little bit hypocritical about me, but I did say it when I was making the original point that it's different for kids. Double standards. Double standards. But as a grown-ass mm. man, adult, I think you should celebrate your birthday on your birthday. Not the week before. Or the week after. A week, a whole week. A <laughs> <laughs> whole week. <laughs> it was two weeks in fairness <laughs> Three Right okay I'll tell you Another thing that happened day, yeah. On Sunday I got asked To be A godfather and, oh. No I didn't get asked On Sunday I became a godfather On Sunday So you got asked To be a godfather On Sunday And became a godfather On no, Sunday No I got asked A good Last few weeks job. A good <laughs> <laughs> Hell your man's At the back of now <laughs> Fill in job uh, Yeah no But I've, I've never been A godfather before And I, I was I was kind of questioning what's the role of a godfather in today's day and age nothing nothing no they say oh, if, if the parents die you're next to you have to mind them yeah but I don't think that would be the case uh, buy, like buy them presents maybe yeah but I think like mm. I think you're supposed to be that spiritual guidance but no one is I don't feel like like should my mad have godchildren and she said before I was like mad you have godchildren and she's like yeah like but I haven't seen them in like 15 years. Yeah. See what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know your god your godparents? Um Yes. Both deceased. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Sorry to hear that. What are you bringing up for? Which <laughs> <Pretty> is <laughs> subject. Um, My godparents are, are are old, but they're not deceased. But I never talk to them. Like my godmother that's deceased, I never I can't ever recall having a conversation. Uh, just a, a friend of my man's from years ago. Yeah. That she would have been friends with at that time. And then that fizzles out and they go elsewhere. El- elsewhere. Do you know that kind of way? It's like yeah. But I feel like I shouldn't. I feel, I don't know. I, f- <coughs> I feel a real a real sense of significance being at. I think it's a, an on. So, I think godparents shouldn't be family. So I think a godparent should be, you know the way sometimes, sometimes, I don't know I know what you mean I think it can be family and I don't have a problem with it being family Family, but I think it's nice getting somebody that's not family someone because kind the, of there should be just someone off the street <laughs> <laughs> yeah just go to the bus stop and ask the first person you'll see <laughs> I think it's nice bringing somebody extra into someone's life that wouldn't just normally mm. be there because of default family do you know what I mean if I, I had a child I'd pick you as the godfather me for the crack yeah would you probably Ah, he'd be top three. Nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, Would Jer, you make us all you, fight? you, Jer, and <laughs> me cousin. <laughs> Look here, because who wants it? <laughs> who wants it the most? The first one to pick up that ham and eat it wins. They <laughs> <laughs> all on the ground trying to eat a slice of ham. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, nice though, because I'm not family with the person. Um, Mora is, but I'm not yeah. family. So is it Mora's brother's child or sister? Mora's cousin's cousin? child. Okay. Yeah. Nice to be asked, though. Definitely. Yeah. No. Fucking deadly. It means that they trust you. Yeah. And that you're a nice person. Yeah. But then it kind of makes me think. Wait. 
I've loads of friends and family that have kids. What was on that? Has to be, has to be yeah. there. Because they're not like Brilliant. them. They don't trust you. <laughs> uh, no, it makes sense. No, it makes sense. But it's a weird. I I think it's a. Good. Do you know what? It's weird because they were taking the photographs afterwards, and everybody in it was like family. Yeah. Because uh, the godmother is the your woman's sister. Right. Uh, like the mother's sister <coughs> and so we were all taking photographs and it's all like a media family and then it's just my stupid head in the middle of it all <laughs> it looks like I just photobombed it or something <laughs> and there's a photograph of just uh, me and the godmother holding the baby and the godmother is the child's auntie so it's just like me and her holding the baby and it just looks like I'm having an affair and I have a baby <laughs> on the side <laughs> a double life <laughs> Oh, it's it's such a weird little dynamic. And do you get the light the candle and all, did you? I did, yeah. Did you say a few words, pat the baby on the head and go, good boy. Yeah, well done. Boy or a girl? Good boy. No, good boy. But I had to get in christened there. <laughs> <laughs> when we go to pub. <laughs> when we go to pub. Where do you after? <laughs> Pure point of Guinness. Grand though, isn't it? What? Christenance. Shy. Shy. Barring. Yeah, some of them are good. They're very different. They vary. Christenings. Some people go all out, mm. and Play then some people waltz. just like play it down. Yeah, fucking donut waltz. Donut waltz. <laughs> fucking pizza waltz. <laughs> fucking chicken curry pie rolls. But waltz. waltz. <laughs> <laughs> They'll stick any food on a wall. Donut kebab waltz. <laughs> <laughs> There's a donut kebab wall in the hall if anyone's hungry. Uh, did anyone anyone's see that garlic cheese chips wall? <laughs> Just <laughs> fucking cabbage <laughs> falling all over the floor. <laughs> all on little hoops. <laughs> oh, fucking, stop. you want to take part, part that off fucking Shannon's balloons? <laughs> Chicken fillet rolls hanging on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I love an Alfredo Roche. <laughs> okay Because <laughs> sometimes I'm just thinking of parties You know They have the fancy tables And they have yeah. like Nice things That causes some bob To make one of them uh, Ferrero Rocher Pyramids Because oh, you can you'd, you'd buy them You'd obviously You'd get They only come in like Fucking trays Of like 20 or something And yeah. you need about 200 of them Oh no Blood and Bill Bob That I just have a tin of roses Yeah and then I just have a Ferrero Rocher wall with tinfoil covered ping pong balls and I'd spray paint the tinfoil gold and I'd have that as the Ferrero Rocher wall and I'd be just like, that's, just, no for, that's just for show. If you want to eat chocolate, there's a tin of roses there. You're a hungry <laughs> fucker. <laughs> so there you go. Another episode of Stala. Thank you so much for stalling it. Um, Stala is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by Smithix. Grab a point of Smithix. Because it's lovely and you'll enjoy uh, drinking it. Both drink aware and visit drinkaware.ie for more about responsible drinking. And if you are listening to this podcast, if you just stumbled across it somehow, randomly, there's a whole list there that you can go back on because this is episode 54 so you can go all the way back and have a good listen and also tell your friends about it shouldn't they definitely definitely look there's a I don't know how many of you like there's there's a good few years now that that listen to this podcast and if you tell one person that'll be an extra one, person, one yeah spread the good words go for do it like they used to do before the internet word of mouth go for it and spread the good word of the Stala podcast and tell them to Stala and we can all be in this together We'll all talk about silly shit together because that's what we need, isn't it? A little bit yeah. of silly chit chat for a change. Yeah. For a change. So thank you for, for what listening. What think of the government? <laughs> Money messing. Heavy. <laughs> Heavy. Thank you for listening as always. We love yous. Play us out, you two.